0: I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me. Help. Help.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Professor Ward Scott here in the Manly Warthog Command Center inside the Melbourne Law Studio. Melbourne Law, the only law partner, partner of the Florida Gators. So, um we are happy to bring you a follow-up today and at the same time sort of dismayed and the curiouser things get the curiouser they get. And I'm talking about the story we did yesterday. Uh, 352-325-3938 on the Melon Law Hotline and uh, Facebook chat. And uh, If you want to give me something right away that I can take a look at. If you see my head swivel there, you'll know that I'm looking over there at your comments and I'm just a little bit behind you as you know. So uh, I'll catch up. Sure. Yesterday, just to, to bring us back to where we were, we had an excellent report um, by our data investigator, uh, Mark Glazer, who gave us, as typically he does, a well-documented, well-researched, uh, unbiased type of look at what we call election irregularities. And if you recall, if you watched yesterday, I had to beep him a couple of times because he said voter, the voter F, and we know the voter F. When we say the F, it's uh, it's as bad as a four-letter word to the algorithms that listen to us all the time and uh, invade our privacy. And so the narrative uh, that we have going on in the country is that there's no such thing as voter F. Beep. But we have obviously found exceptions to that, and uh, there's been, of course, um, rebuttals by the Progressive left, uh, one political hack here, who's, in my opinion, a president, uh, chairman of the political science department, UF, and I've never met. You know, I know these political scientists, and they believe me, it's an it's a (laughs) it's an oxymoron that they can they can these guys are scientists. Come on now, so uh, they're not scientists, but they call themselves scientists. Had a had a remark about um, how everybody was confused all the time, and so therefore. Uh, nobody should be held responsible for his actions and the a voter beep that uh, we uncovered that was written about exceptionally well by WFT journalism school uh, the, the writers there did an excellent job Carolina Avento and Alexandra Lugo uh, did a great uh, uh, reportage for Fresh Take Florida and they have an update now and uh, we of course um uh, keep track of all the things that are going on as best we can. We uh, consult news aggregates and outlets and all these things, you know. Uh, and Part of you help the research team helps us with that. Uh, I get documents from you all. I take a look at them. I've got one day I'm going to allude to. It came from a member of the research team and a supporter of the show. Uh, so I do try to capture all the things which you run by my uh, radar net here and, uh, and apply were were are uh, helpful. So, you know, we've had, and, and, and I'm going to uh, read, uh, uh, first of all, from, from the uh, uh, UFT article that came out yesterday, late yesterday, that is an update uh, on what we reported yesterday morning. And uh, morning, Tim, you'll want to pay attention to this too, sir, because this is very interesting. And I'm going to weave my way through this story and tell you what it is about it that uh, I find so uh, curious. You're curiouser because uh, there's a basic fact here that has to have been forgiven or overlooked or disregarded. And you have to ask yourself, why, why? So here's the, here's the thing of that we got late afternoon from these excellent reporters, Carolina in, uh, Avento and Alexandra Lugo, for Fresh Take Florida. We're going to post this. I think we may already have posted it on Ward's hot bulletin board. So you can see this yourself. But um, the opening line of this by these young reporters is an eight month, Florida criminal voter beep investigation has cleared all current and former employees at the Alachua County Supervisor of Elections Office. Prosecutors said Thursday. OK, they must have said it late Thursday after our show. OK, because this appeared written by these writers late Thursday afternoon after our show. Now, here is the deal. The term and this is the present perfect tense Past cleared means present. Perfect it means it just happened and it's ongoing and it's still ap- applicable. Very good use of a verb tense by these young writers. They don't say clear, they say has cleared, which means, as somebody like me who understands verb tenses knows, that this has just happened and it's just be- beginning to unroll. Okay. So let me read it to you again. Uh, this is much better writing than you'll see, by the way, in the Gainesville uh, sunset, uh, who completely botched the story. Even after we pumped them information, they still couldn't get it straight. And they'd been getting the information for a long time. And had been sitting on it. So, the opening line again of this article, which we posted on Ward's Hot Bulletin Board, is an eight month Florida criminal voter, I'm going to beep the word, of course, voter beep investigation has cleared all current and former employees at the Alachua County Supervisor of Elections Office. Prosecutors said Thursday. All right. Then, the only the next paragraph is the only people being charged in these cases are the inmates who registered to vote while they were ineligible to do so. And of course, who says it? But Derry Lloyd, And I'm not going to go there right now, but I'm going to tell you a light goes off when we hear this guy's name. OK, a light goes off. We've got a history with him. All So right. I'm just going to leave it there. Derry Lloyd, it goes back to, it goes back to the Reichert House. It goes back to uh, uh, Tony Jones. And you know, there's a lot here behind this name, uh, Derry Lloyd that I'm not gonna get into, now anyway. Now he's a chief investigator of all things. He said at the state attorney's office for the 8th Judicial Court, nobody from the supervisor's office will be charged, he said, in our humble opinion, he never wanted this to go forward. He ne- when we sat in the state attorney's office the first day, he grumbled and groused about this. That's our interpretation. There was no enthusiasm. This was a pain in the rear of them. They like to think they're really putting a dent in crime, which they're not doing at all. Crime's going up rapidly, 14 15 16%. They can't put a dent in it. And they act, they act like they can't. So me- meanwhile, I, I don't want to go over the Rotos case right now. We'll just leave that out of the conversation for now. Stick to this. Nobody from the supervisor's office will be charged. Okay, let's 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 stop and do a little a little clearing of the house here. Let's let's stop and do a little clearing of the record here. Okay, that yes, Plantation Mark, you have a built-in crap detector. Um, first of all, uh, let. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, you guys. If I'm a professional and I represent the supervisor of elections office, I'm TJ Pichet in this case, and I am, uh, give him a title, give him outreach director, whatever, you go out and you're trying to get people to vote, register to vote, okay. Do I have a professional duty to disclose to you what the law says? When I ask you to register, do I have a professional duty to say to you, listen, if you're a felon, you can't register until you pay back all of that, what you took as a felon. That's the law. Do I have a professional obligation to tell you that? Now, you're sitting in the jug. In some of these cases, these guys are not sitting in there for the I mean, they're sitting there for many, many, in fact, I've got to I've got the link to every one of their records. All right. Um, some of these guys are really hardcore dudes and they not have been a felon once, not twice, not thrice, but you eight, nine times. So they are professional felons, if you will.
0: Now, what's my responsibility as an agent of the supervisor of elections.
1: Am I then to ask them, I would think, I, I, unless you believe in caviar and tar, and that if, I, you know, you, if you don't ask me the question, then I'm not obligated to give you the answer. Now there's people who believe that, okay? And you might be one of them. Well, you know, I had a friend who was a butcher. I told you this story. And he said, when the lady come in his, came in his butcher shop and saw the steak, And it had a little green spot on it. And she said, Why is that green spot on there, Mr. Butcher? He said, He told me, he said, Well, I know as soon as she asked, she doesn't know the right answer, so I'm free to tell her anything I want to tell her. So I tell her, Well, that cow just ate a lot of grass. Now, is that ethical? Well, we're talking about a butcher in that case. Here we're talking about the supervisor of elections office, the supervisor
0: of elections. Office. Okay, a charter officer and their employees for which the
1: supervisor I would think would be directly responsible. Now this Derry Lloyd character has said, oh, we're not gonna bother to charge the supervisor or TJ Pichet or anybody else there. So let me give you something that I want you to think about. Okay, and we have these emails. And this cost is 500 bucks to get, okay? They weren't gonna cough these things up. Way back when, okay? Way back when they weren't gonna cough these things up. Let me just give you a couple of important dates and you tell me what you think. In an email from Kim Barton to all of her staff on July 9th, are you ready? And we have the email, I don't have it here in front of me. I guess we could post that too. We have an email from her to her staff, including T.J. P. Shea, on July 9th that says don't go signing anybody. Don't get don't register anybody to vote who hasn't paid back their convicted felon obligation. OK, that we have in black and white. All right. That the old political scientist hacked has never seen, Dan Smith, okay? So on July 15th, are you ready for this? And the data investigator got this by making a public records request for the jail logs, all right? Because we could see when these guys were registered initially, but we didn't know who had registered them. So we did a public records request for the jail logs, and guess who? signed into the jail on July 15th and registered. Well, well, when he left, they were registered. When he went in, they weren't. So you draw your own conclusions, okay? July 15th, six days
0: after, six whole days and nights after Kim Barton sent an email, which we got, to her staff saying don't do it he does it anyway he does it anyway let me just stop there and let you think about that what do you you think about that now you've got a state attorney and, and lloyd's
1: not the state attorney he's quote unquote the chief investigator he never
0: found this he was he didn't give a dang about finding this kind of stuff The data investigator had to find it. So when he says chief investigator, that's a laugh. So six days after being warned, don't do it, he does it. Okay, they weren't registered
1: when he went into jail, but they were registered when he left. Okay, you can say, well, uh, we, we don't really know he did it. Maybe these guys came rushing over to him. See, that's the next thing. Maybe these guys came rushing over to him when they saw him in there with his little supervisor election cap on. And they came rushing up to him and said, oh, my God, please I don't want to register to vote. I mean, I'm, I'm not really a felon. Oh, really? Oh, so I'm, I'm going I'm, to. I'm, OK, so I'm T.J. I'm going to take his word for it. Is that what you're telling me? Derry Lloyd determined? Oh, I just took his word for it. I mean, I'm in the jug, right? I'm in the jug. So wouldn't it be reasonable to think that the guy didn't just decide to check in there as a motel? Now, let me tell you something else that's interesting about this.
0: There were nine more people that weren't charged. We don't know why. And five or
1: six of them don't make any sense whatsoever. Because of the nine, three maybe were registered years ago before they were felons. But then they became felons, so they're no longer registered. You would think, except the registration rolls are so sloppy. So here we have five or six for sure that never got charged. We we have no idea why. We're going to have to get the FDLE report and investigation, which is like pulling teeth from a, a, a whale to get to find out why. Now, let me, let me just give you this. This is gonna blow your mind, okay? I mean, let me get this research, make sure I got it right here. Are you ready for this? Eight out of 10, are you ready? There are 10 charged now, 10 inmates charged, not TJ and not the supervisor, but the hapless guys in the jug have been charged. TJ and supervisor exonerated, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, go away to the doggy, nothing happened. OK, for some strange reason, I don't know how that comports with the June 9th warning and the July 15th registration. I don't I don't get that. And they're running around complaining about a, a six hour gap in, in Trump's phone call log. Meanwhile, you get the picture of what's going on in this country? You get the picture? So here's the deal. Eight out of ten. Now, I'm, I'm talking about all these people like Evelyn Fox and these people. I'm going to get over to the city of Gainesville district in here in a minute. All these people complaining about uh, this judge who just, I'm going to get into that too in a minute, who, who rule lots of the uh, elections law that Florida just passed, they'll, suppresses the black let me, you know, oh, there's all this crap about, oh, this is suppressing the black vote. Oh, this is it. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Eight out of ten of these inmates who are now charged with perjury and as, tel- and as felons. For lying about this, is a, this is the reasoning, as I understand it, lying about their background, which.
0: TJ Bechet is evidently under no obligation to inquire about, are black. So we've got eight black guys.
1: Now, this is my logic eight black guys who, because of the behavior of the supervisor election representative in the jail and the shirking of the responsibility to inform these guys candidly and honestly, of what they're doing, they now are charged with more felonies. Now, of course, it's easy to do through your state attorney's office because, my God, these guys are convicted anyway, so let's just pile on another one and it'll go away. That was always, in my humble opinion, the, their attitude from the very beginning. You want to call it a cover-up? You can call it a cover-up.
0: Okay? Because something doesn't pass the smell test. Because we have the emails and the
1: jail records, July 9th and July 15th. Okay, you take those and hold them up like x-rays next to each other, and you tell me how you explain
0: that. And then you tell me how Gary Lloyd explains that. You tell me, you know, answer, you know, you can't vote that guy out of office, but you can vote the state attorney out of office. Why? Now, let I me mean, tell you another thing. It's it's sad. It is a
1: black guy by the name of I'll give you his name, Henry Thomas Schuler III. He's 38 years old. Robbery. His release date is May 12, 2024. And he is the one who says, "My golly, they told me it was okay." That, he, in the, in the UFT article, he says that. They told me it was okay. They told me it was okay. And now, on top of his consternation, we've got two white guys. I've looked them up, and they're, they, ain't, they, ain't, they, you don't, they ain't your nicest guys. They're
0: complaining that TJ Pichet twisted their arm to do it. I got to take a cup of coffee because it really is, it really is amazing. It really is amazing. I'll read another paragraph here.
1: I'm going to skip down. The result in this well-written article by these two, two, two writers. The results of the investigation reveal a flawed voter registration system in Florida nearly two years after dueling court battles over how to implement, implement a state constitution amendment. Blah 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 blada, 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 blah blather, blather blather. Let's go back to the email from Barton saying, don't do it, which occurs on July 9th. And the behavior of
0: Pichet, who lawyered up, by the way, he must have felt something, he lawyered up. Huh? You don't go lawyer up unless you've got a reason to lawyer up.
1: And on the 15th, he goes in, and when he comes out, all these people arrested. Two of the men indicted Wednesday. I'm reading, skipping around in this article. Two of the men indicted Wednesday, and these were two white guys, in addition to Shuler, said they were surprised to learn they had been charged. When interviewed by investigators, both men said they were told the target of the investigation was an employee with the supervisor of elections office. Daniel Dion Roberts 48 of Hawthorne said someone visited him in jail, identifying themselves as a voting official. OK He said he did exactly what the official
0: Told him to do and even helped him fill out the registration form.
1: Then there's a quote from this fellow I had officers come and speak with me about something about them investigating the man that came to the jail. He wrote from prison I haven't heard about charges. Now I'm worried I don't have a lawyer and can't afford one. I'm in prison for three more years at least.
0: Okay, put that in your daybook, as my grandmother used to say. Now you put this all down. John Rivers, 44 of Alachua, reached by
1: phone Thursday morning. These kids did a tremendous job on this article. Recounted a similar encounter with investigators last year.
0: I was contacted by the federal department of law enforcement last year. They said
1: they were investigating the supervisor of elections, not the people that actually voted, he said. Rivers said a man who identified himself as a supervisor of elections office employee, visited the Alachua County Jail, and made several announcements. You ready for this next phrase, my friends? Encouraging,
0: encouraging felons to register to vote. It's not not done. I mean, this guy's not done.
1: They actually, this man is saying, they actually helped us fill out the voter rights registration forms. They came in and recruited us to vote. And then, you know, told us that we could vote, and
0: now they're charging us for voting. Furthermore, this inmate says that the man, Rivers said he had not voted.
1: Rivers said the man informed him he could still vote as a felon. As long as he wasn't accused of burglary or murder, And, Rivers says, the man never mentioned anything about restrictions for owing court fines. I'm going to tell you, friends, I have never seen, in all the the years I've
0: been doing this stuff, such smoking hot evidence that something's amiss. I've never seen anything like this. You know, somebody should go back and ask the state attorney, what's your rationale for this? It's
1: not in the article. So I'm, I'm supposing Lloyd didn't volunteer it, but he should
0: have to ante up. How do you get this in your head? All the men charged completed their voter registrations listing the Alachua County Jail as their
1: home or mailing addresses. None was serving time in prison at the time of the election, but all still owed fines from previous charges. We're talking about prison in the big house. Some of these guys are now in the big house. Because they are, in many instances, uh, you know, career guys. I mean, you take a look at their I'm not going to put, I've got all the links thanks to that investigator of their
0: records, but I don't think we'll put that up. We'll just put this article up. Ron Kozlowski, the attorney for TJ Pichet. Are you, wor- listen to this. Now, listen to this.
1: You know why I call lawyers liars? Listen to this. Said his client, was not aware that any of the men charged this week
0: were ineligible to vote. In the immortal words of John McEnroe, you cannot be serious. You cannot be serious. Now, this whole incident is going to have a smokescreen around it. There's going to be a lot of verbiage out of the characters like this political
1: science chair. He's going to run his yak about, uh, you know, no centralized office for tracking fines and this all this bull crap. I'm going back to one single biting piece of evidence. That somebody in the state attorney's office should have to explain Now They won't listen to me. They think I only have two listeners.
0: The state attorney says, I'm not going to pay attention to where it's gotten in his two little listeners. OK, that got back to me. while well back. Listen. Can you explain it? I'm, if you can explain it, I'll accept it. How can there be an
1: email from the Supervisor of Elections on July 9th telling everybody to stand down on this and then on July 15th and are you telling me that all these felons are just lying to cover themselves? Well, that would be unfair to the criminals, would it not? And remember, the liberals are always complaining about how unfairly treated the criminals are. Don't you realize
0: that? And these were all, I guess, liberals. I guess the state attorney's office is a bunch of liberals. And you got a Republican state attorney whom I've told,
1: I've been told on very good testimony, goes around telling
0: black groups that he's going to get this law overturned about felons not being able to vote. I'm told that, okay, by a pretty darn good source.
1: Oh, well, every once in a while, you got to come up for air. I get back, I got some more stuff I want to run by. You're my students. I want I want I need your help. I need your help in explaining this to me. No, he did not. He did not ask for plausible deniability. He just denied it, Tim, from what, this, from what his liar says. He just denied it. Well, whose word are you going to take? This is interesting. You're going to take
0: Pichet's word? Or are you going to take the word? And it's not one man. It's several men. Well, you can't even bring it up because the state attorney's already closed the case. has already decided without any due process. I can tell. In the court of public opinion, there's no grand jury here, which would be the right way to do it. The right way to do it would be for the state attorney to appoint a grand jury. I'm the only guy that's going to talk about this in this community. Okay? There's nobody else wants, wants to talk about these kind of things. This 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 is this should drive you nuts. This should really drive you nuts. And I wouldn't talk about it this convincingly if I didn't have the data. If the data investigator didn't have the smoking gun. Let's take a break. We'll be right back in the Lord's Godfather. I'm just getting started. I got some more things I want to ask you about. You're my students. Listen,
1: I always taught my students. The reason I want to teach you to think well is so you can come back and take care of me. Because I don't want to be the only thinker in the room. Okay. I want you all helping me think through things too. If you give me an explanation for this, I would gladly
0: change my conclusion. I just had, I can't, I can't figure it out. I'm not stupid. That's what my wife always says when I say something. She's, oh, I'm not stupid. Bless her heart.
1: Anyway, you guys, students, take a little break. We'll be back in a second on the Ward Scott Files. Thank you. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, large enough to serve you, small enough to care. The Ward Scott Files Gold sponsors are on-the-spot dry cleaners, Okita America Martial Arts, r and Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.wardsgodfiles.com, and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page, or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Wards Files and remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. If your
0: brains were lard, you couldn't grease a small frying pan. <laughs> to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. Octon, Octon, The papers are not in order. Step out of the line and report to the inspection station. We are going to search your belongings. Mach schnell. At Warthog, he's going to come up the steps, here he comes, oh my goodness and he's huge, hello boy, I wonder if we can pat him, hi boy, can we touch him, no, don't, help me, help, help,
1: Ken Cornell, known as the thin-skinned water boy, Ken Cornell, known as Minnie Mike,
0: Ken Cornell, wears elevator shoes, Ken Cornell, he just wants to be like All right, all right, here we go. Thank you very much. I had to go heat my coffee
1: up and take a deep breath after that. Professor Ward Scott here, back in the Manly Woodhall Command Center inside the Piney Woods of North Central Florida in God's Country, and the Melbourne Law Studio. Thank you, Jeffrey, for supporting us. And thank you for our new sponsors we got on here. Uh, Shoot GTR and Maurice McDaniel, who is a, a small town country lawyer, who's uh, uh, really a, a big supporter of our show. So. And we uh, appreciate all the donors and everybody who who uh, kind of k- kicks in behind the scenes here. I'm going to talk a little bit about even that in a minute, as in, in terms of uh, uh, what Biden's trying to do with uh, taxation. And it uh, it's it's interesting all the all the capers. He, you know, I I don't know. You know, I've got such a. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I've been around this political world so much that I I really. If you don't have a built-in crap detector, you got no business messing with it because you'll get more smoke blown. Uh, you know, we got to I, 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 I've tried not to talk about this, but the League of Cities just gave the mayor of Alachua a home rule award. And the guy didn't even help us on charter amendment on the home rule. And the city of Alachua still hasn't come out with a resolution about single member districts um, because there's no leadership that I can see there. Um, uh, you, the other municipal governments have. Um, You know, so that's what I think about awards and and, you know, politicians and all the B.S. that you have to wade through, Um, you know, and the criminal justice system, unfortunately, appears to be completely compromised by political intrusion. And certainly the justice system is um, part of that. And even law enforcement, Um, you know, it's it's all this defunded cops and Black Lives Matter and all this crap and, and, you know, people meddling in. Um, uh, business that they don't have any training to meddle in. Um, that's the thing that gets me about Pichet. This guy's trained. He, he's trained. Listen, I mean, you know, something bothered him because he quit his job right after this FDLE investigation started. And uh, then he also had just, uh, uh, you know, got a raise and a bunch of... Now, guy, uh, as my mother said to me when I retired from Santa Fe, um, she said to me, why would anybody quit a job? And I said, well, mother, they basically paid us old timers to get out of the way uh, with drop money, deferred uh, retirement option plan uh, to hire younger people at less money. It was just a a shell game. I don't think she ever understood it because she grew up in a depression. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's that's the way it was. But, you know, I'm going to jump over here to the city of Gainesville for a minute because the big headline by the sunset is the latest redistricting map keeps minority representation. You know, one of the biggest hypocrisies about this whole thing going on around this community is by golly, you've got to ensure that blacks have a voice. Now, here's a couple of things that you notice right away. If you take the position that you have to have a district that is composed or drawn around as it was for Corrine Brown whose name is still on the regional transit building, even though she absconded with all that money from the little chillin. And she had a a, a district that looked something roughly like a snake that wove its way around the uh, down the side of uh, there's no logic to it at all, except it went deliberately looking for every black district it could get. Well, what you do when you do that is you you, you actually have an unintended consequence or you encourage blacks to segregate themselves. In other words, if you're going to say and Evelyn Fox should know this. I mean, she doesn't, but she should. Um, And I like Evelyn. I know her really well. Um, She's always been kind to me. And and we've been good friends for years. But she just doesn't get it. When you go out and you deliberately uh, pound the desk for a black district uh, and, you know, and you, you, you have to carve it out around where the blacks live now, then you ensure that the blacks are going to stay there. Are you not? And that they will always be segregated so that they might have a a, a dog in the hunt. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? I mean, that that is counterproductive to diversity and inclusion, because if you really want to diversify and include, you would break up the so-called black district, Uh, you, you know, because it would be it would be actually punitive. So that's not the way this city of Gainesville is going. And they're too, I don't know what's wrong with them. The, I know what's wrong with them. About 1947, the UFO landed by the Lake of the Stupids and dropped out the genetic material for the people who have now become um, the, the so-called leaders of the community. And they can't lead themselves uh, off the dais. Um, and, and, you know, you got, you got a commissioner, Adrian Hayes-Santo. It might as well be a comedian. Every time I see the word commissioner, I just plug in the word comedian. Um, So and guess what? He's recommending a map based on the concerns from two University of Florida political scientists. You can bet that one of them is the political hack who just teed off on the jail thing without even knowing about the email. I'll guarantee you he doesn't know the emails that we know. The July 9th and the July 15th email. Well, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Because in a court of law, you see, these kind of characters like him, their opinion is fact because he's a quote unquote professional, quote unquote political scientist. Did you know that? Yes. If I have the paperwork and I am uh, a medical doctor, then whatever my opinion is about the accident, and I have, uh, you know, uh, let's put it another way. If I'm a physicist, I have a friend who was a professional witness. I'm serious a professional witness for the insurance companies, all right? He had a PhD in physics. You ask, why in the world would an insurance company want to pay him handsomely to come and testify about an auto wreck? Because he would bring his skills as a, as a scientist, a, phys, a, a physicist now, and demonstrate to the jury how that wreck couldn't have occurred the way the, the, uh, 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 the other side said it did. And he made money off of that for years because his opinion was fact. Anyway, I don't, I I know too much. I mean, that's one of my, I know too much. I mean, I can't even sit in on regular coffee cup conversations with people. I get sent stuff and it's, you know, yaha, you funny, you know, I don't even pay attention to it. I pay attention to those things you send me that you guys are students and you're listening and you're. You're helping me understand. I've got a couple here I'm gonna to get to in a minute. But the frivolous stuff, I mean, I am not. I'm not, I ain't got time for it. Um, so a comedian, Adrian Hayes Santos, uh, he's based his recommendations on the political scientists um, and increases the number of minority voters as a percentage of voters for district one. Okay, what are you saying? You're increasing segregation. Well, how do you mean that? Well, if you want to have a voice, evidently you've got to live in that particular thing known as a black district. Now, this is the this is the thing that irks us. They're pushing for single-member districts to have rule uh, have a rule voice in this uh, maddening county commission, which is made up of all uh, uh, the same group of people. Um, the blacks will be the first one to stomp down to the county commission meetings and say, "We don't don't do any." single member districts that that's prejudice. And yet they'll go to the dead dumb city commission and scream for one. Now, I know the world's nuts. OK,
0: I mean, I, I, I understand that. And I understand that most people can only are like a shotgun.
1: They, they, they can only think straight up to a point and then their thoughts scatter like buckshot. OK. Um, I don't know what I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's just um, you wonder how they get through the day, you know. But somebody must be there with a white cane helping them. Um, that's the only thing I can say. You know, there's a Florida judge now. You know, I, I'm just going to follow up on this. This Is out of the Wall Street Journal, okay? It's just Alexa Course. I think it said out of their today. Yeah. Hey, by the way, today is April Fool's Day, but I ain't fooling you. I mean, I ain't, this is not a practical joke. This is not. Some foolish thing, and I'm telling you, I mean, this is, <laughs> now I'm not talking, you know, I'm not going to get at the end of the show and say, ah, ha, 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 I got you. It's April Fool's Day. No, ain't it. That ain't it. I guess it's April Fool's Day. Maybe you can't say that word anymore. But uh, a federal judge, you Now, this guy, is Judge Marky e. Walker, he's a real, he's a real, uh, he's a real doozy. He was appointed by guess who? Guess who Walker was appointed? Two or three, first five, six guesses, don't get Obama. OK, Obama. Now, he has taken a shot at the election rules just passed by the legislature and, 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 and DeSantis and his crowd and said that the thing targets black voters. Huh? How does it target black voters in his convoluted mind? It targets black voters because of the drop box scrutiny and the voter registration requirements that you must be who you say you are. And it's more than just a breath on a mirror. Um, And he says that the whole reason that this is this is how people. You know, every once in a while, if you have a septic tank, you should have it cleaned out. Okay, so these people's minds to me are kind of like septic tanks. Every once in a while, you should call up the septic tank guys. And have a hose attached to your head because of the crap that's floating around in there. This guy thinks that the main, this judge thinks that the legislature's main goal, and I get this now, in this state, that for the first time, you understand this, the Republican Party members outnumber by a pretty darn good amount the Democrat Party members. Not in Lachlan County. We write, we write this county off but everywhere else in the state, there are more Republicans now than there are Democrats. This is driving them nuts. It's driving them nuts. They got DeSantis' public enemy, well, public enemy number two. He's right behind the Trumpsters, public enemy number one. Uh, This dude, one man with with a, a septic tank attached to his ear, says that the main goal of the Florida legislature was to favor Republicans over Democrats. The people have already done that, you dummy. The people have already done it. The legislature didn't need to do it. Does he not know this? The people themselves have gone to the Republican party. Why wouldn't they? They've got inflation. They've got goofball Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe talking, dribbling down his chin internationally, leaving all of our equipment on the sands of Afghanistan, letting immigrants in porously and not accountability and banking on them being voters for him and then banking on there being no accountable voting scrutiny. Come on, it all adds up. And I'm not even, I'm not even a suspicious guy. I don't go by paranoia. I'm not not way over those guys. I mean, I know that some guys have got some crazy notions. Only thing I do remember is what Norman Mailer once said. I'm living in an age when being paranoid is approaching having common sense. And I've never forgotten that. And he said that decades ago. And I like the word approaching is approaching is a present progressive verb tense. Uh, uh, Being paranoid is approaching is approaching having common sense. That's present progressive. So, uh, Here this guy is. He wrote a 288 page opinion. 288 pages this guy puked up. I mean, I could 288 pages is a novel. Do you understand that? Huh? Mr. Wright, I don't know if you think I'm wrong. Tell me because I'm waiting to be corrected. 288 pages. And He's got, a, he's got an issue about it, the Florida elections law. And, um, of course, uh, you, you think this bothers DeSantis. Uh, they know that this is a liberal activist partisan ruling by a liberal activist party partisan judge. But what DeSantis says is uh, uh, in another article I want to tell you about, it, it's really, really funny. That was the Wall Street Journal cover of this. I ran across what DeSantis said about it. And uh, I think it's really funny. Uh, uh, DeSantis said when this guy came up with this 288 page ruling, uh, Governor DeSantis said, and I'm going to quote for you there's an old saying in law, and DeSantis has a law degree. If you have the facts on your side, argue the facts. If you have the law on your side, argue the law if you have neither pound the table well this is the judicial equivalent of pounding the table oh god i love it i i love it i love it and uh, <laughs> so th- this character uh it, it has a history of being overturned because if you just take a deep breath this will go up to the court of appeals for the 11th circuit court in atlanta uh that tends to be a conservative court Sanders has thought all this stuff out beforehand. He, you know, he, he thought all this stuff out. Meanwhile, you have to understand that the money behind the formation of the gray matter in a guy's head like this who needs a septic tank clean out is being raised by something called the Florida Alliance. If you ever hear the word Florida fl- Alliance, run, because it is a statewide network of progressive donors, all right? Statewide network of progressive donors is called the Florida Alliance. Uh, its character Walker was appointed in 2012 by Obama, and uh, um, you know he's—he—that's he, you know, probably all you need to know. Um, he also is trying what he's really trying to do, and this is the bigger issue here. Um, What he's trying to do is put federal uh, restrictions on state election procedures. And the Constitution has always allowed the states to govern their elections. But he's trying, as best he can, to put those states under federal restrictions. Um, and and, and uh, that's a complicated legal explanation that I'm not going to go into right now, but I probably will in another. At another time um, and all this, this whole thing, you have to understand that this this story I just gave you reported to you here locally. about our jail is part of a national, national. Here's the way. I, here's one scenario. I'll give it to you this way. It's part of a national uh, uh, move uh, to uh, uh, argument uh, over voting rights. It's a national battle over voting rights in this country. Okay. National ballot uh, battle over voting rights. This little jail deal, this is what it appears to some to be.
0: They got caught. The Supervisor of Elections Office got caught trying to tip the scale toward Democrats, using Zuckerberg money as a checkbook and a rationale. And when they got caught, the state attorney's office covered it up. That's an opinion that people have brought to me that I'll share with you. And you may rebut the opinion you may modify the opinion, reject the opinion, accept the opinion, but think about it. That's
1: all I do myself as I think about these things. I don't have any power other than to talk to you. That's all I do. I talk to you. What you do with this is, is, is what becomes of it. I mean, that's all, that's all, I, that's all I can say, you know. I'm just, I'm just a one-man band, and we're busier than you know, you know, you know, a, a one-legged, what's that saying, one-legged paper, paper hanger. So, by the way, the IRS, I hope you understand this, because there are some of you who donate uh, by uh, PayPal, okay? And I want you to know that PayPal takes a cut of what you donate, Okay. Uh, if, you do, if you donate 150 bucks, they'll take five bucks. They just take
0: it. And if it's done through PayPal now, oh, Uncle Joe is going to start
1: requiring and basically this is going to really affect uh, anybody, anywhere you go where you pay somebody. Let's say you go a local issue here and uh, one of our tennis clubs uh, People go and they pay uh, with, with um, one of these type of apparatus, PayPal, Venmo, something like this. Well, Venmo and PayPal, if these people go to the tennis club and pay, well, the tennis club is going to have to fill out a 1099K, which is going to be a way of reporting transactions done with credit or debit cards. The cause, and here's the
0: kicker on this. I hope, you, I hope you're aware of this. Before Uncle Joe had the IRS
1: crank up this 1099-K, the 1099-K was only used if the business processed more than 200 business transactions uh, in that taxpaying year. And those transactions amounted to more than $20,000. Okay?
0: Congress has removed the transaction threshold. And now,
1: if you do $600 a year in business transactions, you got to report that 1099K to the IRS. So what the problem is going to be is millions of taxpayers, and Ryan Ellis has written about this very well. No, this is not April Fool's Day. This is is the truth. Uh, as a result, millions of taxpayers, they've, they've never seen a phone 1099-K. They're going to be getting them. And an estimate could be as high as 20 million. It won't happen until next tax season, but the card processors and the peer-to-peer networks are already collecting information on the customers using PayPal and Venmo for the IRS, which is... A breach of privacy, a breach of privacy.
0: Okay. And. This issue. The issue is millions of Americans don't know this is coming. Now, the
1: IRS and old Uncle Joe are justifying this intrusion into people's privacy. Under the premise that well we gotta we gotta figure out how to get those Uber drivers and there's those Air B landlords into compliance so they cast this huge wide net and what it's going to lead to is duplicate reporting. Some business owners will get a 1099 K from their transaction service. They'll get another 1099 from the client who paid them. Uh, business owners will have a pile of 1099s that exceed the actual gross receipts for the business. uh, And that means it's audit bait. Wow, come on. So even the people who sell a few small items, uh, baseball cards have been brought up in the article here. Uh, These taxpayers haven't always had to report profits from say, selling baseball cards. But, now they're going to have to uh, report this sales amount, not just the profit on the sale, okay, but the value of that which was sold, which in this case of the baseball cards would be their collectibles. And the analysis here by the Wall Street Journal is this is going to be an absolute logistical nightmare. This is, this, I, I, you know, this is coming. I mean, it, it's coming, but, uh, you know, I, we got PayPal up on the thing here, and and, uh, you know, PayPal does take take money uh, from whatever the contribution contribution donor is. And then, of course, um, um, that creates a uh, need for a 1099 K and all the above. So uh, we're certainly not at a twenty thousand dollar. I, I guarantee you would be a problem. I guess I'd welcome having. I'm not even near, anywhere near that. But I'm saying this is uh, this is what's coming. And uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Biden's Biden's. Uh, uh, whole whole deal here with um, um, uh, this wealth tax. I think I reported this to you one time already. This wealth tax, you know, he's going. To, hey, it's a tax on. I guess I haven't talked about this. And I guess I'm going to run out of time. This is a biggie. Uh, this is a a tax on profit before you've made the profit. In other words, if you have stock that you bought two dollars a share. And it goes up to $4 a share, but you still haven't sold it. But in that calendar year, it's up to, two, it's up to $4 a share. That $2 of profit, which you haven't realized yet in your hand, because you haven't sold it, in the eyes of Biden, should be taxed. Because it's value that they can't get their hands on yet. Because they're desperate for every nickel they can get right now. So you got a share stock you bought for $2. It's up to four, but you haven't sold it, but you're going to pay tax on the difference between the two and the four. I'll get into that more. That's a biggie. Well, hey, the ball's in your court. I don't know what to make of the behavior that I went through this with you here on this uh, local deal. Uh, it, it is really clear that it raises, raises some questions in, in just a common sense way. So have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy yourself, get your mind off this stuff, um, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hall Command Center out.